Your Brain on Weird is recorded in private homes, in a state where marijuana is recreationally legal. This show's content is intended for adult audiences only. Welcome back to Your Brain on Weird. I'm Sage. And I'm Sam. And this is our podcast where we take turns telling stories, talking about weird shit, and talking about our plants and tarot and weed and stuff. Yes. Yes? Yeah. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Yeah. How are you doing, Sam? I'm doing pretty great. I unexpectedly got an extended vacation. Uh, yeah. Well. So... It's fun. I've had a lot of time to work on the van, which I'm very excited to get the bed in. But it's at the shop right now because it can't pass inspection until they find the evap leak. And Uh they can't find the evap leak. (laughs) So stupid. It's so stupid. It's like if you can't find the leak, then maybe there's no leak. And maybe you should just pass it. But whatever. Whatever. Um, so that's fine. And also, my plants are doing pretty great. Oh, man. I don't know. I'm very tired today. Yeah. Yeah. I had, like, a really busy weekend. Yes. And I'm exhausted. I don't blame you. Yeah. Well, at least, uh, you're on vacation, so you don't have to, sw- don't have to uh, work. Yeah, exactly. So I don't really have any obligations except this and D&D later tonight. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds so that's great. great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm stoked. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm always the one that makes us stop early so I could go to work. And since yeah. I don't have to work tomorrow, we can like play as late as we want to. Nice. It's going to be great. great. That sounds great. Um, other than that, it was Nick's first day of school today. Oh, cute. And I'm very excited <laughs> for him. And he's very excited. And I'm looking forward to being a stay-at-home dad. <sighs> Yeah. He starts earning those big bucks. Uh Uh-huh. Exactly. Perfect. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) You just stay at home and just, like, do plants and podcasting and, yeah. Yeah. And reading and shit. Yeah. like the ideal life. (laughs) Exactly. So, all of that seems great. I actually have been reading. I I got those books last week, and I have actually been reading them. I read a whole book last week. Nice. And I have two going now that I've been going back and forth with, depending on where I am in the house. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. been great. It's been great. I have a lot of ideas now for, like, future episodes. Oh, yeah. About things I can talk about. And I was like, oh, my God. The world of knowledge has been open to me. Yes, <laughs> dude. Now you understand how I feel after I read a book and I'm just like... I need to tell you about this thing. (laughs) Yeah. So I like finally found some books that I'm actually interested in reading. One of them is about psychoactive plants in the cult of religion or the cult Mm -hmm. of God or something. And that's very cool. And then the other one is like a New England Grimpendium. So it's like a travel log of like, weird places in new england basically yeah that's great yeah that's just what you need yeah exactly so i was pretty excited i've been learning a lot that's very exciting i love that i love that yes and then i even whoa 
went to Yankee Candle Village, and it was very exciting, as always. Oh, yeah. Uh, when Sam says Yankee Candle Village, this isn't like a Yankee Candle. This is Yankee Candle Village. This is different. This is the <laughs> flagship store in Massachusetts. <laughs> it's like the original store. Like, the Yankee Candle factory is, like, right there. It's where they make all the candles. And it is literally, like, a mall. Like, a small mall. And it's all Yankee Candle shit. It's wild. Just New England things. Just New England things. <laughs> also, while we were there, they were doing, like... <laughs> um, they were doing horse carriage rides. Like, hay rides. Whoa, okay. Yeah, and they had, like, cornhole going. So weird. Just New England things. Just New England things. God. The cornhole. <laughs> Always with the cornhole. If you are at any New England event and there is not cornhole... You should be a little concerned, I think. Yeah. Unless there is something equally as rednecky going on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hmm. Like if let's there's see. like a game with like hammers involved or something. Like What's what's the one that people on Cape Cod play with the, the bucket? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? There's one with a bucket and then there's one that's like a trampoline and you like bounce the ball off the trampoline or something like that. Oh, I don't know. that's... Um, <laughs> Yes, I do know what game you're talking about. My sister definitely has tried to get me to play it before. Uh-huh. Um, it's too active for me. It's, it's too way much run too around. active for me. Yeah, yeah absolutely not. That, uh, the other one's like can, disc can, oh. or something, right? Yeah, something about a can. And a frisbee. Yeah, and you <laughs> Frisbee can. <sighs> yeah, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> We're not active Not people. frisbee golf. Frisbee golf is different. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um. no, but I, like, when you're, uh, when you're on Cape Cod, on the beach in Massachusetts, there's just, like, all kinds of weird games that people are playing. Dudes with skimboards. Skimboard dudes. Very cool. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> so, that's great and fun. Indeed. Just New England things. Yes. This place is very wild. Very, very wild. I can't wait to go. One of these days. Maybe we'll go closer <laughs> to Halloween. Yeah. Also, Nick said we should go to Six Flags soon. I don't know if you're into go into that idea, but um, once they start their like October like Halloween thing, oh yeah, Fright Fest. I'm definitely I'm definitely into that. All right, cool. I'm very much into that. We can go in October <laughs> some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Ah, it's fall. I'm so excited. It's fall. Oh. All of the like New England activities are coming back. I'm gonna get to go apple picking soon. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I am gonna make so many pies. I hate pies, so I'm probably gonna make it crisp. That's fair. I'm not a huge cake person, so pies yeah. is my go-to. Yeah. What are you eating? Oh, me? Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's all I have to say about me, I guess. <laughs> okay. How are you? <laughs> I heavily am... sidetracked. <laughs> no, that's okay. Oh, also, I put a sticker on my water bottle. Wow, it looks great. Yeah. I actually also need to do that. I have a whole stack of stickers over here. I need to put some... Oh, you gotta... We gotta put one on the van, man. Absolutely. I ha If you have some extra, I've got a whole bunch of extra your brain on weird stickers just like chilling over here, so... <laughs> I want to get magnets, actually. I, I want to get, like, fridge magnets. Yeah. Okay, anyway. That's great. I love that. I, l I still, like, love that graphic so much. Me too. Um, I am also very tired. <laughs> I don't know what was it, what it was about this weekend, but I was just tired for the entire weekend. I, like, didn't really sleep well, so I guess that probably had something to do with it. But, like, 
I don't know, man. I was just like, we came to like visit you. We like went to the fair or whatever. We like spent the entire day like walking around and I like ate a bunch of fried food and drank a ton of beer. And I was just like, I need to lie down. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So it was like, it was great. I like had a great fucking time. I got to eat. Let's see. Hold on. I had buffalo tots, fried dough. I had a little bit of Jeff's like slider that was on a waffle. Mm-hmm. Um, I had that caramel apple and then... Later, I had, like, buffalo wings and a pretzel or whatever. I ate, like, so much shitty food that day. So, like, literally the entire day yesterday, I was just like, (laughs) I need to drink water. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was, like, eating, like, fruit and yogurt and water all day because I was just like, I can't. That's probably the first day that in the last maybe, I don't even know how long, that I've just, like, housed a ton of fried food in one day. And it bricked me. Yeah, I was feeling it yesterday, too. Uh, Nick, oh, we also went to go see the dinosaur footprints down the road from us. So we, like, went for a little walk in the morning. Oh, I'd love to and go there, yeah. I'm, like, I'm glad we did. But we were, like, suffering. And it's, like, not very far. Yeah. It's, it's, like, a couple hundred feet of walking and at a slight decline. So on the way up, you have to go on a slight incline. Incline, yeah. And, and we were, like panting i was like oh my body <laughs> yeah after like the t- the couple of days before absolutely not your body's yeah. just like sweating out all the grease and like whatever yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was great i'm like not complaining i had like I'm not a great time I had i'm a great just time. like oh. i'm like fighting it today i felt awful yesterday today i'm just like oh my god i don't want to do anything but i did do some plant maintenance this morning i <laughs> had to cut the top off of my peperomia because it's getting too tall. Like, I have stakes in it that yeah. are holding it up, but it's still, like, every time I, like, when when the sun moves and it turns, it falls over. And then I'm just like, great. And then I have to readjust, like, where the stakes are. So I decided this morning to cut the top off of it and start propagating it. So that's exciting. Mm. I repotted a bunch of stuff. I repotted the plants that you gave me recently because they had roots, so I stuck them in dirt. Nice. In a cute little pot. I'll have to send you a picture later. Okay. I added more plants to my plant wall <laughs> because I'm running out of surfaces in the living room to put them on. And our apartment has this weird like half wall thing. Uh, so I've started putting plants up there and it looks very nice. Very nice. So that has been basically my entire morning has been plants. Gotta love to stick your hands in dirt. Yes. Ugh. And I get so proud of my plants when I get to upgrade them to the next step in their development mm-hmm. when they start growing roots i get to stick them in dirt and then when they get too big for their pot and i get to put them in a bigger pot <sighs> my fern is doing great the fern yeah. that almost fucking died has like i'll have to take a picture later it's got hold on one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven it's got 12 big like things nice. coming off of it and then it's got like three more that are peeking its way out boop that thing had zero leaves on it. I literally cut all of the leaves off at one point and I just kind of like let it sit there just to see what would happen. And they all came back. I'm so proud. <laughs> I'm so proud of my fern. My Kimberly Queen Anne fern. Wow. So yeah, that's uh, that's where things are. And then I'm preparing for next week when we go on our trip, mentally, mostly. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I guess we're not gonna have an episode next week? Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, sorry, everybody. There, uh, there will not be an episode next week. Sam and I are going on a trip, another road trip. We are doing it safely. I promise. We are doing it extremely safely. 
um, just like we did last time. We're both fully vaccinated, so you don't need to worry about us. We'll be fine. But yeah, so we're going on a trip next week, so we will not be recording. There will not be an episode. But that's okay, because we have almost 70 episodes now, and I'm sure that there's one that you've missed. Yeah, probably. Go back and listen to the older ones. Start from the beginning if you have to. Maybe start with episode two. Maybe not episode one. Maybe start with episode two. But yeah. (laughs) One of my friends was like, oh yeah, I went back and started episode one the other day. And I was like, oh no, dude. He's like, no, this is great. I'm like, ah. (laughs) It gets better still, even if you think it's great now. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he he had been listening to the recent episodes and then he was like, yeah, I just figured I'd go back. And I'm like, oh God, no. (laughs) So now you're seeing the comparison right there in front of your face. Yeah. Well, (sighs) we've just gotten so much better. We figured it out. We did. We figured it out. I actually, I don't, I actually wouldn't say we figured it out. I think I just kind of stopped caring about what I said. (laughs) I was like, you know what? This is our show. Yes. Okay. Anyway, are you ready to tell me about a thing? Yeah, I'm going to tell you about a thing. All right. In honor of something that I tweeted yesterday. Oh. Today, I'm going to talk about uh, horror movies. Oh, okay. As a genre. Yeah. Not as an individual thing. Yeah. Okay. Yesterday, I tweeted that I really wanted more, like, Halloween movies that aren't horror, and I realized I don't actually know that that much about horror as a genre, because I don't like horror. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I found out some interesting stuff, so that's cool. I also thought it was funny. I was not asking for recommendations on my tweet. <laughs> mm-hmm. And people were still giving you recommendations. But everyone was giving me recommendations. Yeah. And I was like, thank you. I've seen every single one of these movies because all of these movies are 10, 15, 20 years old. Yeah. I want new I want new Halloween content. Thank you. Yes. Um, Somebody, a, cu- a couple people did say like Paranorman, which I thought was a really good suggestion. Uh, yeah. Like the like newer like cartoon movies or whatever, but. Yeah. That was like the only one, and I was like, I've I've seen. So thank you, everyone. But um, so great. <laughs> I need my glasses. <laughs> I need my glasses. My sources for this are Wikipedia, and also something else that I'll talk about later. Thanks, Wikipedia. Yay. Okay. <clears throat> so horror movies, <laughs> or horror films, as this so eloquently states uh-huh um <laughs> a horror film is one that seeks to elicit fear or disgust in its audience for entertainment purposes okay great true they also aim to evoke viewers like nightmares and terror of the unknown or macabre things and A lot of original horror films were inspired by literary authors such as Edgar Allan Poe, Mary Shelley, and Bram Stoker. Yeah. 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 Great. I I did get a copy of Dracula at the thrift store the other day. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. I'm really excited to read it. I actually haven't read Dracula. I've only seen the, like, movies and stuff, so. Very cool. I've, I've all... I've read a lot of iterations, but I don't think I've ever read the original. The original, like, Bram Stoker one. Yeah. 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 So, you know, that just... I guess maybe I'll just have to borrow it after you're done with it. That's fine. (laughs) Okay, so, the first films depicting horror were actually in the late 1890s. 
Weird. Which is okay. Really, way long, way long ago, right at the beginning of like filmmaking. Yeah. And it was a series of short, silent films created by George Miele's, a French guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's best known for his two and a half minute short film, Les Manères du Diable, or The House of the Devil, in. 1896 okay so of course it of course it involves the devil i was literally going to say i was going to say how much of this is based on like stuff that we talked about last episode basically like christianity and the devil and like ah satan and demons and shit probably most of it yep yep (laughs) so it's Credited for being the first horror film, and a mischievous devil appears inside of a medieval castle where he harasses the visitors. <laughs> that sounds hilarious. Yeah, I'm sure it was great. Yeah. Um, but that just sounds like one of those, one of those, like, uh, you know, like the plays that they used to do in medieval times where, like, Satan would just run in and be, like, running around doing dumb shit. Yeah. Not actually, like, being scary, just being, like poking god and then running away and like well it was (laughs) it it was like we were talking about last week where satan was originally like like the fool i feel like like the court fool or something yeah the jester or whatever like like, laughing yeah like laughing and pointing pointing so yes (laughs) weird like more of a trickster rather than a yeah yeah yeah, demon you know yeah so uh this guy made a lot of horror films actually throughout the late 19th century and early 20th century and then in um in 1910 edison studios in the united states produced the first filmed version of mary shelley's 1818 classic frankenstein yeah so nice they really uh fuck edison but yes yes absolutely (laughs) so that's pretty cool and then uh throughout like the late or the the early 1900s they kept trying to make like the um, dr jekyll and mr hyde and the first time they filmed it that's like considered like a lost film like there's no record of it anywhere like there's no copy of it they're like okay that's just gone um okay (laughs) and then they like did it like two more times by two different studios so that's pretty fun also during this time they started producing trick films in order to expand the horror of watching their movies so there was a lot of camera play invented specifically to like evoke fear in the audience and stuff using tricks to like make skeletons appear on screen or like have the actor's head floating above their body oh yeah things like that and like double exposures and things like that so they started inventing like new ways to film basically Mm -hmm. um which is really cool and they were just like yeah let's make it look like there's ghosts on screen and people are like, you can't do that in film. And they're like, yes, we can. <laughs> Try me. <sighs> Great. So in the 1920s, um, German films were very popular. And that's where a lot of classic horror films 
came from. Mm-hmm. Like Nosferatu. Yes, that one. Because <laughs> I can't remember the name so of whatever good. other ones. It's so, so Nosferatu. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So one of my favorites. Easily one of my favorites. Yeah. A classic for a good reason. Um, that came out in 1922. Which is a hundred years old. Literally a hundred years old, yeah. Literally a hundred years old. Wait, do you know what uh I was gonna say, do you know what date? Remind me to look it up later if it's not easily accessible, but I'm gonna celebrate that next year. One hundred years of Nosferatu. March fourth. Okay. I'll remember that. Yeah. Perfect. Great. I'll celebrate Great. two birthdays in March this year. <laughs> Jeff's and Nosferatu's. Yeah. My two favorite men. <laughs> Uh, I couldn't even get that out. Okay. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Nosferatu. I'm so sorry. I'm not. Nosferatu, and the lights will flicker on and off, just like oh. the stories. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Okay. So, um, <laughs> lots of horror has been released all over the time. Um, <laughs> all over the time. <laughs> all over the time. <laughs> they took the timeline and they just threw it everywhere. So more like classic horror, uh, Dracula and Frankenstein came out in 1931, which featured Dracula and mm. Frankenstein. <laughs> oh, yes. they're two separate movies. Yes, this makes sense to me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's why I was like, yes, that's that makes sense. Those two things check yes. out. It wasn't like Dracula v. Frankenstein. I think that came later. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, I'm... I actually do think that is a thing. But I, I think that know. came later. Yeah. Yeah. There was also um, at the end of 1931, yet another version of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde that was released. Oh. Um, <laughs> so that's fun. In 1933, The Invisible Man came out. Ooh, yeah. Which was uh, something pretty cool. I don't know. I like the thing is, is I've never heard of like almost all of these movies. I'm like, I feel like I've maybe seen them in passing, but yeah, The Invisible Man has connections to Hellier, I think. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Just so you know, I, I, isn't it a comic? I thought The Invisible Man was a comic that they turned into. Okay, now I'm confused. I'm looking it up. The movie was based on a science fiction novel. Oh, a fiction. Okay. H.G. Wells. Yes. 1897. Yeah. Perfect. They also made another one in 2020. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Weird. Yes. Weird. I actually do remember that. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Fun. So other ones I recognize. 1935, The Bride of Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which Classic. I actually have seen a little bit of. Not all of it. Mm-hmm. I will admit. But I have seen some of it. And then, like, in the late 1930s, that was kind of the end of an era in terms of, like, classic, like, that was, like, classic horror movies for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and Universal Pictures kind of stopped releasing, like, those types of movies. Cool. Which is fun. Wait, when, when was that? Like, the late 1930s? Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> That's because there was enough of a nightmare going on in real right. life. Y- it makes sense, right? Yeah, so uh-huh. they started, like, independent studios started doing things, and then other things. Great. And more Great. things and more stuff, and people and making things. horror movies in their basement. <clears throat> yeah. So obviously horror has come a long way, and I don't really want to talk about the history of it anymore. Because I think, I feel like after that, it's fine. It's yeah. like, it was, you can go look it up if you care. I actually want to look talk about something cooler than that. Okay. 
I was just going to say, I feel like after that, horror just kind of goes in like 15,000 different directions. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot to cover after that point. And yeah. literally, there's like a list. It's like types of horror, body horror, Ugh. comedy, folk, found footage, gothic, natural, slasher, teen horror. And there's so many like subgenres of subgenres like in those categories, of course. So Ooh. there is like a ton of horror out there. Which is very cool if you're into that sort of thing. I used to be until my life became a nightmare and then I was like, I'm set. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, that's fair. <sighs> so what I actually want to talk about is like the psychological effects of horror films mm -hmm. because that's pretty fucking cool. So there's some obvious psychological effects of watching horror that present Physically, obviously, like your heart will start beating faster, you might start sweating. They did a study, you know, like just seeing what your body does, and people tend to sit like abnormally still while watching horror movies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's like really weird, right? Because your whole body just like tenses up because you're just like, <gasps> like freaking out. Yeah, yeah. So only about 10% of the American population enjoy the physiological rush of horror films. And there's the possibility <laughs> that a good amount of the rest of the population experiences symptoms more akin to PTSD after watching a horror film rather than like a rush of like endorphins that some people feel. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not like a it's not like, ooh, this is going to be, like, scary for a second, and then it's going to go away. Like, there are people who are like, wow, this is going to torture me for the rest of my life. Yep, yep. Or if you've already been through something that's traumatic, and then you happen to go to a horror film where something that's related to that traumatic thing that you experience does happen, and then it triggers you. Yeah. There's another thing that I don't really like about that. Yes. Ow. Um, yeah, so... Audience members with negative feedback regarding the film would typically feel emotions that they would normally associate with actual negative experiences in their life. Mm hmm Yeah. Yeah. So that's fine. Understandable. <laughs> it is. So, if only 10% of people like them, why do, why do these people like horror? And it's not, not directly related to experiencing fear itself a lot of people will try to get the same rush from like adrenaline mm -hmm. um and it's the physical and emotional release that follows scary situations and that's the release of endorphins like that happy feel the happy drug the happy molecule <laughs> science um in your brain yes <laughs> something <I think>. um <laughs> Great. So some for some people, experiencing fear, which is normally a negative emotion, upon the release of that, will experience just, like, euphoria. So after a horror movie ends, you're just like, wow, that was the greatest thing ever. Like, I feel great. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. That's wild. Okay. Ah, uh, yes. Also, so there's, like, two theories for why people will get this this reaction when watching horror films and the first is excitation transfer which is those who experience an emotional response to horror also also experience more enjoying when the threats are resolved so they're like yeah this is a problem but also like it like is like yes it's working itself out it's really cool and then another hypothesis is uh 
says that it actually just relates to individual empathy. And if you're not as empathetic, you are more likely to enjoy horror films because you be- you can become detached from the horrors of the film. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Which is very cool. Yes. Um, so there's still, like, a lot of psychological ex- experimenting? No. Research being done into, like, fear and things like that. So hopefully there'll be, like, some more research that comes out someday. Because I kind of want to, like, I don't know. Maybe watch a horror movie one day. Maybe not. <laughs> I feel like it's one of those things where, like, horror the whole entire genre is just so like spread out that i feel like i could like recommend you a movie that i don't consider to be as traumatizing (laughs) you know like i've seen some like horror movies that i like am traumatized by you know like i saw something that i didn't like but still like appears in my brain every once in a while i hate that shit (laughs) but like there are some horror movies that i watched as a kid that i still really like and like yeah they're horrible (laughs) You know, like, they scare the shit out of me. The Strangers, dude, that movie is, like, Allie and I used to watch that movie late at night. And I can't watch it anymore (laughs) because I have (laughs) learned too much about true crime and awful people and things that awful people do to awful, or people do to good people, I guess. Um, But The Strangers is, like, a serial killer movie. Yeah. And that was, like, one of the first movies that I saw as a kid that I, like, actually did, like... Weird. Because, like, to me, it wasn't cheesy. Yeah. And it actually did really scare me because it was something that, like, could happen. But now I can't watch it anymore because I'm like, okay, I know that it's something that could happen. It actually could happen and it's likely. Yeah. 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 And then the other movie I used to watch was uh, Haunting in Connecticut. Mm -hmm. That was the other horror movie that I used to really like. And the reason why I liked that one was because there was a, um, there was like a deeper psychological aspect to it that was more based on like how you feel for each individual character. And there was a storyline and then you get to the end and there's all these like cheesy like horror images that they throw in and it kind of like it's like okay this to me it wasn't scary yeah okay but it messed with my head you know like it it, like messed with my head because i mean you know there was a sick kid and there was like a divorce going on and like all kinds of conflict going on that was like real life conflict yeah and it made sense and you're just like yeah that's scary (laughs) yeah so to me like watching like horror movies is like i like the ones that seem like it's something that could happen and then at the end it gets resolved. Yeah. And that makes me feel better because it's like, okay, these things do happen in real life and like maybe they don't always end up end up being, you know, a complete complete nightmare. Mm-hmm. But they're still really scary. Yes. Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't like sit here and be like I ne- I like you need to watch Haunting in Connecticut because I don't think like I would never tell you to do that. Um, I think you told me the story about that yeah. on an episode once, so no? Yeah, no. Or I probably, I, I mean, I'm pro- I probably brought it up yeah. because I talked about A Haunting in Georgia, which is oh. like the, it's the like sequel or whatever. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. why I remember So I talked it. about A Haunting yeah. in Georgia, which is the second part. Yes. But I don't think I told you like what the storyline of Haunting in Connecticut was. I see. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you know, a movie I did watch recently is Haunting on Hill House. I think that's what it is. The Haunting of Hill House. Yes. Is that what it is? I really love that movie. That's a, another old one that I really like. Yeah. Okay. That, that's the thing is I really like the old ones because they're 
like cheesy and the production value is kind of like shitty so it's like they drop skeletons out of the ceiling and you look at it and you're like bro that's plastic you know and it's like hilarious because it's like it's such an old movie that like the special effects aren't scary anymore yeah okay (laughs) you're just like bro i know that's a fake person bro (laughs) yes 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 so like i guess we don't have that many like family-friendly horror movies these days you know yeah but why would why would horror be family friendly also a valid point (laughs) like i don't i don't like want horror to like change so i could watch it you know that's not what i would ever suggest i guess Mm -hmm. like horror is like good because it is its own thing and it does what it does and some Mm -hmm. people are into that and i'm proud of them for that couldn't be me but i'm proud of couldn't be me Yeah, I don't like, I just don't like that. It's always been, like, too real for me. Mm-hmm. And I never was, like, allowed to even watch stuff like that as a kid. So. I watched a lot of horror movies as a kid because of the people I was friends with. Yeah. Well, I guess I guess that's what the good thing about not having friends, like, literally did <laughs> not watch weird horror movies no i'm saying my one friend i had one one friend friend. right right (laughs) my one friend that was the only genre that she watched Ooh, darkness falls is the other one that i was gonna bring up that's the one uh oh shit were we listening to the stuff about the tooth fairy or was that jeff and i Uh, it was jeff and i darkness falls is another really good horror movie that's based off of like the tooth fairy oh and it's basically just like the tooth fairy story but like the tooth fairy is like this evil demon or something that like it i love it it's really cheesy that's so funny um but i love it and that's one of the movies that like when i was like maybe i don't know 12 my friend was like we're gonna watch this and i was like okay we watched the ring so when i was like 11 or 12 years old i was like sitting and watching scary movies with my best friend okay yeah i also saw the ring when i was like 12 years old and not by choice and yeah. it was oh, awful no, and that's... traumatizing, and I literally still have nightmares about it 15 yeah. years later. Like The imagery from that movie is definitely very, like, it gets ingrained into your brain. Yup. Because it's so, like, Jarring. And, yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. That whole story is just terrifying, too. The entire storyline of the Ring movies is just, yeah. Yeah. No, nope. I vividly remember basically the entire movie. And it's just um, living rent-free in my brain. Great. Great. <laughs> That's the thing is that if we're, you're like, we're like, oh, I don't really like horror movies, but I'm totally down to go ghost hunting. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's different. It's so it's different. different. That's real life. And well, I think <laughs> the thing about horror movies is that it's almost always not real life. You know, real mm-hmm. life is never going to be as artful and as, you know, exaggerated as a horror film is going to be because it's a movie, you know, you that's mm-hmm. what you do. It's not going to be real life. And I feel like real life is almost never going to be as scary as a horror movie is. Yeah, even even like Haunting in Connecticut was based off of a true story. And it was based off of like real things that happened to real people. But like I said, once you get to the end, they start throwing in all the extra like horror, you know, like the uh, like the devil imagery and like the demon imagery and the guys with like red face paint on. And it's just, yeah, and it's all exaggerated and like stuff like and that yeah. part didn't happen in real life and like. I don't want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
Yeah. Yeah. I guess there's like, there is like a whole other like section of horror that like, you could, you could like say like there are people who like have experienced certain things that are in horror because you think of like people who have experienced like abductions or what's it, what's the word I'm thinking of? I'm not thinking near death experiences, but like hallucinations. And, like, real things that people see, quote-unquote see, and, like, real things that people experience, you know? And you don't, like, see a lot of stuff like that in horror movies, you know? You don't see, like, people hallucinating and, I don't know. No. I don't know. Yeah, I do know. I do know what you're trying to say. And, uh, yeah. (laughs) I feel like they try to do that when you get into, like, psychological horror films. That's true, yeah. Um, where it's not necessarily frightening imagery, but it's, like, the f- the anticipation of, like, what you think is gonna happen or, like, shit like that. And true. Even if it's not, like, gory or something. And I've tried... Uh, I watched, like, Don't Breathe or something. I don't know. And... That movie just pissed, never heard of that. It just pissed me off because it was just like a couple of really fucking idiot kids breaking into some guy's house. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "This is just stupid. It's not scary. You guys are just idiots." Yeah. yeah. So yeah, if you break into somebody's house and you break into the wrong person's house, that's on you, bro. Yeah, that's on you. Yeah. That's how I feel about, like, you know, there's all those, like, horror movies where it's, like, a group of friends got together to go camping in the woods. They checked into their cabin that they rented off of Craigslist by some guy who didn't even have a real name. And also, when they showed up to the cabin, the door wouldn't lock, and there was blood all over the floor, and... But they still decided to stay there. And it's just, like, what rational person would ever, in any situation, just decide, oh, this is fine. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's a little weird. Like, no, if we did that and we were like, oh, the door on this cabin doesn't lock, we'd be like, um. Yeah, we're not, we're not staying, staying here. here. <laughs> oh, I handed you an envelope full of cash to stay here for the night? No. No, no. Yeah, no. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and maybe that's just like a modern day problem. Yeah. You know? But still, it's just like. Listen. There was a reason there's so much, so many, like, active serial killers in the fucking 70s and 80s, man. <laughs> hitchhiking. Hitchhiking. Dude, I swear to God, every single time I, like, hear a true crime, true crime story where, like, somebody, not, e- not even, like, I'm not even going to sit here and be, like, a woman or something. Somebody, like, was out hitchhiking and something terrible happened to them. Yeah. And it's like, you're not supposed to hitchhike. It's legal. You're not supposed to do it anymore. But also, when you really need to get somewhere and you don't have money and you don't have anywhere to go, what are you supposed to do? It's like, oh, you're preying on people who are struggling. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is why we don't talk about true crime that much. Yes. Um, what else was I going to say? I don't know. Okay. Weird. Weird. Yeah, I don't. Okay. Yeah, I don't really have anything else to say about horror films. <laughs> if that's for you, that's cool. Um. And I think the psycho- psycho- psychology of it is pretty cool and why mm-hmm. people like like it. And I get it. But, you know, I like roller coasters, too. Yeah, and there are some people who don't like roller coasters that probably do like horror films. So I guess that's fine. And we're all after the same thing. Dopamine. And yes. I love that for us. Yay. Yay. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you. You're welcome. 
Thank you for a great discussion about scary movies. Yeah. I figure we're kind of getting into the Halloween season, so why not start it off with some interesting discussion about horror? Mm-hmm. Horror. Well, I did not prepare anything because I was tired. That's okay. Um, I can hmm. talk about one other thing if you want. Which is yeah, sure. in that book, the the New England Grimpendium that I've been reading, mm-hmm. the author, um, the first section of the book, he does like um, famous people who live in New England, right? And he talks about H.P. Lovecraft. Mm. And he, for some reason, fucking loves H.P. Lovecraft. And he's like, a lot of people do. He's like, a lot of people do. So his thing is that he's been to every place that he's talked about in his book. So it's, like, Mm -hmm. a pseudo-travel guide. So he, like, went to the, like, significant places in H.P. Lovecraft's life. And he's like, I don't get it. There's, like, not really any monuments to him. There's not even, like, so much as a plaque really dedicated to him basically anywhere. I just don't get why, like, Massachusetts doesn't show their love for him. And I was like, it's because he was a racist piece of shit, dude. We're pretty progressive in this area. We don't tolerate that. We're not going to put monuments up to H.P. Lovecraft. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know what's interesting is that, like, you say that, but, like, Narragansett released an H.P. Lovecraft, like, themed beer, like, uh, a few years ago. Like, recently. And that was in Rhode Island. Okay, that's Rhode Island. I think Rhode Island... Rhode Island has, like, a loyalty thing for H.P. Lovecraft. Rhode Island loves H.P. Lovecraft. Massachusetts, I think that we uh, saw what he named his cat and decided, yeah, we're all set with that. He also has uh, a lot of, like, uh, anti-Semitic themes in his work. As really? well as I haven't you- even bothered with any of it. Me so neither. I don't know. You know, I just know all, like, the fucked up shit about him. So, like, he's very anti-Semitic. He's got, uh, he was known for his views on eugenics, you know, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, that not- actually doesn't shock me because, yeah, I was going to say I own a copy of the Necronomicon mm-hmm. and that is H.P. Lovecraft mm-hmm. and I haven't read through it because like, I don't know, I found it at the thrift store and I just kind of grabbed it because it was two bucks. Mm-hmm. But like, there are a lot of connections between, like, the Necronomicon and, like, Satanism and stuff like that. And I think that's where a lot of people think that Satanism gets its eugenics shit from. Yeah. Because, like, the Necronomicon is another thing that, like, Satanists use. And then there's the whole Ayn Rand argument. Yeah. So I think that's where, like, a lot of people get that. But then you see a lot of occultists being, like, read H.P. Lovecraft, like, pay attention to H.P. Lovecraft, like, if you're an occultist, blah, blah, blah. And... I've seen some, like, some points that some people have made where basically they're just like, you know, separate the art from the artist kind of thing. And, you know, realize that this guy probably had some psychological problems that he was going through and some mental illnesses. And I understand that. And that's all fine for you to have psychological problems and mental illnesses. That's fine. But when you decide to be an asshole... That has nothing to do with your psychological. Yeah, whatever's your mental going illness your doesn't You're still make an you a racist. Like it, it doesn't. doesn't it, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't excuse you of like anything that you're saying or doing to other people. You're still a piece of shit. And it's very hard to separate the art from the artist because when there is someone who has those views or a- anyone with any of their views, they 
put that into their work. They put that into their art. So there's always the presence of like racism and eugenics in his work because that's what he believed in. And it's hard to separate that. Especially if you're reading it from the, you know, if you go into it thinking, hey, I'm expecting this is probably going to be a little weird, but, you know, we're just going to let it slide because blah, 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 blah. And then you're reading it and you start ignoring all those bits and pieces. Yeah. But when you're looking for it, it's like ingrained in it. And that's how a lot of like bad writing where people turn you know, books and shit into a reason to hurt people. Yes. Like, that's how that shit happens, yes. is they just kind of slip it in there. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I like, I have a lot of opinions about the whole H.P. Lovecraft thing. Yeah, me too. So I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. Um, uh, like I said, I don't even know that much about H.P. Lovecraft. I never bothered to learn because, punk, you know, the first time I brought it up to somebody, they said, oh, that guy's a piece of shit. And I said, okay, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to know anything other than that. Yeah. But yeah, Rhode Island has a loyalty thing with H.P. Lovecraft, I think, and a lot of occultists do. Interesting. Very interesting. It's really weird. I think it's okay if you wanted to, like, read his work, but I don't know if I would, like, be openly recommending other people read his work. No. Because you don't know who's going to get their hands on that book and who's going to turn it into something that it isn't or turn it into what it really is, whatever. Yes, exactly. Uh... (laughs) Yeah, that's my thing is that like, you know, like I said, I have a copy of the Necronomicon, but I saw it at the thrift store and I said, this is two bucks. Mm -hmm. This money isn't going to him. It's going to the thrift store. I don't give a shit. And I still haven't read it because I'm just like, "Mm." it's there, you know, you know, it's there if for some reason somebody says, oh, there's this one little blurb you should read or something. But there are better resources for a cult, you know? Yes. You don't need to read his work. You don't need to support his work. Dude, that's my thing. There's so many other better artists. Like we were talking about this with fucking like music artists Mm -hmm. these days, like fucking Drake and Kanye and all these fucking assholes who go and like literally ruin people's lives. And then people are like, oh, I came up with a new album. This is great. And it's like, dude, we're just going to ignore all that, right? Yeah. So we're just going to give him a pass. We're, we're still going to promote his work and post about it on social media and say, hey, everybody go listen to this great album and support him and give him money. Like, absolutely fucking not. Yeah. Can't do that. Can't do that. Yes. Also rampant in the EDM community, which is yeah. fucking wild. A lot of, lot of bad shit recently. And um, for the most part, I feel like the two artists that I'm thinking of got dropped basically instantly. But I'm sure there are still people out there that listen to them, and I'm like, oh, I'm there. If you know that they like beat the shit out of their fiance, why would you still support him? Why would you still give him money? Like, I don't. I'm not into that. I couldn't do that. You know? Yeah, I can't. I can't do it either. I mean, I have a friend who was like basically assaulted by a really well-known artist, and the moment I heard about that happening, like, it, I can't listen to his music because I just hate him. Yeah. You know, so how can how can you not look at these people, hear these people's voice, see their names and not just hate them? Like, yeah, I just don't I don't understand. And then to be like, oh, well, you know, I'm separating the art from the artist. It's like, no, you're not, because you have to understand that a lot of art is written by that specific person, even if they have a ghostwriter or whatever, their hands are still in there. Yeah, that's still their work. You know, it's not like, oh, they're just using their voice. Or whatever. It's like, no, they're still singing. It, yeah, you can't. You're still giving them money. You can't do it. We're still giving them your money, no matter what. And these people are doing fine for money. Like, if you're going to give your money somewhere, like, don't give them to people who 
are doing just fine right now and still going and like i don't know being pieces of shit (laughs) yeah yes yeah well this has been a great conversation on shitty people and not supporting them yeah well that being said if uh we ever talk about somebody or mention somebody's name on this show in a good light when they shouldn't be mentioned in a good night good light please tell us we will fix it yeah we're always winning willing to learn yeah i unfortunately do not have a list of shitty people but um you know it's my block list on twitter always learning (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's not even true because i block every single ad i see on twitter as well oh yeah me too (laughs) that counts that counts perfect it counts they're trying to, like, advertise to you and then... Just... Don't advertise to me. Don't do it. I hate being advertised to. Honestly, same. And I get mad when I, like, get sucked into whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn it, they got me. Fuck you. <laughs> Targeted ads and shit? Uh-uh. Yeah. We don't do that. Ugh. Okay. Well, well, we didn't talk about weed at all, but that's okay. That's okay. I uh, actually didn't smoke at all during this whole thing because I've been feeling... A little funky, so. Yeet. All right, well. Thanks for listening. Check out our website, yourbrainonweird.com. Everything you've ever wanted to know about us is on that website. So, just go check it's it true. out. It's true. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. There's a bunch of really cool art that our friends did on there. Sam has the sticker from one of them. Yes, and that's the sticker. There's some, there's some portraits that our friend uh, Seth did a while ago on there that are really cool. Literally incredible. I think about those yes. every single day. Yes. I actually want to start using it more. Yes. Maybe I'll change oh, maybe I'll change my profile picture today. Huh? Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. I was thinking that I needed to change my profile picture as well. <laughs> I guess I could do that. Great. All right, all right. Switch it up. Yay. Switch it up. The moon the new moon was yesterday. That's, so that's true. You know? It's time. It's time it's for time. change. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, uh, we will see you in two weeks. Maybe, maybe, maybe three three weeks. We'll see. We'll see how we feel when we get back from our trip. But thank you for your support thus far, I will say. Yeah. And thank you for 40 or 4,200 plays also is another thing. Yay! For some people, that's not a lot, but that's like a big number. That's a really big number. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So thank thank you. you guys for listening to our show for so long and for supporting us and whatnot and for not yelling at us when we don't release episodes because we have lives yay anyway that's all i got okay well yes thanks again for listening i'm sam i'm sage and this has been your brain on weird